What's up, guys? Den here from Not What You Think here on the Riot Network. This week, we're talking McCoy signing to the Panthers, professional sports players who've never made the playoffs, some fake greats, the worst quarterback ever, and do we really need to keep tabs on these football players all year? It's Not What You Think, Thursdays at noon. by the Riot Report. My name is Josh Klein. I am managing editor of said Riot Report, and we are here in the brand new, renovated with literally nothing on the walls, but we're going to get there. We're going to have some cool stuff on the walls soon enough. Baby steps, man. The podcast studio here at the Roaring Riot Worldwide headquarters. My name is Josh Klein sitting to my right, not even 90 degrees across the table, right here next to me, Zach Luttrell, Ringleader of the Roaring Riot. Say hello, Zach. Hello, everyone. Yeah, I'm excited to be in here. This is, uh, we've been working on this for a little while. We've got the TV up, the mics in. Hopefully, you guys can hear us. We can definitely hear Josh since he yells louder than everyone else. But yes. we'll see how everybody else sounds. But uh, happy to be here. Yes, I like the sound of my own voice. So I turn myself up the loudest and I like to yell. But the person that we're here to talk to today, running back for the Carolina Panthers. Team captain, junior year at UGA, over 1,000 yards from scrimmage, seven touchdowns, averaged 6.23 yards per carry over his entire career. Elijah Holyfield is here. All yes. right. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. How you doing? How you doing? appreciate you having me come. Oh, we're excited to have you here, man. So, Elijah, tell us a little bit about what it's been like uh, just transitioning. OTAs are happening right now what it's like being on the field as a, as a Carolina Panther so far. So far, it's been really good uh, learning from a lot of the vets, trying to get all the plays down and getting situated and get used to the locker room. But it's been really cool so far. Yeah. Who's uh, anybody in particular that you've kind of like buttoned up next to and, and trying to learn from? Well, all the rookies are really close, obviously, because we, we do a lot of the stuff together. But obviously, we look up to the you know the older guys in the running back room, like uh, Cap, like Cap and um, – Cameron, uh, August Payne, and, right, yeah. uh, and obviously Christian. Sure. So uh, we, we've been looking up to those guys, but you get some some good things from like Luke and, and Greg and stuff like that. So you can kind of look everywhere, and it's, it's it's always good direction around you. Are those guys pretty open and you know, to wanting to help you, or they pick on you a little bit, or is it a little yeah. both, or they're, what? They're actually really open. I didn't, I didn't know how it was going to be. I didn't know what their yeah. personalities were going to be at first. But as the more you get comfortable around them, the more they help you. And, uh, you know, they always give you little tips and stuff like that that, that, that help their game and stuff yeah. like that. So it's been really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, Cap likes to talk. I know. He's yeah, like he he's like me. He likes the sound of his own voice. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, obviously, everybody likes to learn. So um, I know most people recognize you from University of Georgia. Mm-hmm. And you were there with Sony Michelle, Nick Chubb, when you were a freshman. Well, you were a freshman, right, when they were there? Freshman and sophomore. Freshman yeah. and sophomore. Yeah. Did you learn something from them? Because, you know, as a rookie coming into the NFL – the, you don't get to automatically just jump in and be a starter. Mm-hmm. Did you? Do you feel like kind of taking some time behind those guys might have helped you um, in this new role? Well, I think it, it's helped me the most just always having to competitive, like always having to compete. I've never had anything given to me, and the whole time in my running back room, I've, I've had NFL running backs in my college running back room. So um, okay. we've sure. always had to compete at a very high level, and uh, I think it's helped me a lot coming here with competing with these guys. It, it, you know, it gives me kind of that edge. You know, it's what I'm honestly used to. Yeah. Do you think that um, do you think that like having that being at UGA, like at a big school like that, that does kind of help you 
being at that level because you're not just playing with guys like that. You're playing against them on a day-to-day basis. On every week, you're going up against future pros. Yeah, I think it does help a lot. I think it helps with the speed of the game. Um, a lot of stuff doesn't like surprise me as much. The mm-hmm. speed, a lot of the speed of the game doesn't surprise me as much as I thought it would. Um, obviously, we don't have pads on yet, so that'll be a whole another test to come. Yeah. But um, just the plays and stuff, we run pro style offense, so that kind of helps. It correlates from college to uh, the NFL. Um, and the guy, the size of the guys, stuff like that, it yeah. all kind of correlates very well. So, so I was going to say minicamp, there are pads, right? Or no? Am I mistaken on that? Next week? I'm not when sure. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think maybe just shells, yeah. but not, not full. But gotcha. they won't go full pads until there's training the, camp. The NFL has so many rules, so it's like it, even at, at uh, training camp, it's like there's only this many practices, seven practices, or however many there are. So it'll be a while until you actually take a take an NFL hit. But I'm sure somebody, I'm sure uh, Gerald McCoy, be glad to glad to give you one. <laughs> glad practice. to introduce me, yeah. yeah. Glad to introduce me to give you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who was the who was the biggest hitter you ever had in college? Um, was there one big hit that you can remember? It's been a couple of times I've been hit pretty hard, but most yeah. of the time I get hit hard and nobody can tell. Like, it's it's not a hit that's necessarily, like, looks hard. It's one of those hits that you really don't see, that like it hits you in a certain spot or something yeah. like that that hurts the worst. Uh, I can remember vividly getting hit versus South Carolina. I cut back, and somebody was running from the backside and, and hit me, and I felt it inside my face. Oh, wow. And that's probably one of the worst one of the worst pains I felt on the field. Oof. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you probably doled out some hits of your own, too, yeah, right? I, yeah, I try, I, try to, I try to dish out more than I get hit, for sure. Because you, any particular, like, run that you can remember where you were like, oh, I, that that guy's going to feel bad about himself when he sees the tape? Uh, it's, it's a couple runs like that. Um, I, try, I try to start off the game very and try to insert myself a little bit in the game, but then as the game goes, get a little bit more uh, yeah. shifty and, and get around people. Because I thought your coach – one of the things that I thought was really interesting was your coach said – you know, you're, you're going to fall fall forward is not the right set, way to say it, but it's like you're always going to pick up positive yardage. Like yes. that's your running style is you north and south, you're going to get something out of every play. Yes, that's one of the things he tried to teach us. And, uh, and that's one of the things co- my coach did teach me at Georgia was uh, basically stay in front of the chains, uh, stay on schedule. You know, mm-hmm. um, when you have negative runs, it really puts your whole offense behind schedule. So if you can get a three-yard gain, even though it's not the greatest, you know, even though it's not great, you're still on schedule. Four yards is really what you want to get at least every time you touch the ball. Right. So that's something I try to pride myself on is falling for it. If I can't see anything, make four yards, you know? Yeah. So being, uh, you know, growing up in Georgia, you know, being an Atlanta guy, was UJ, UJ always a target for you or when did that come about? Um, I liked other, a lot of other schools before. Um, I, I actually liked Auburn a lot first coming out, Ohio State. But uh, at the end, you know, I couldn't get away. From, I couldn't get away from Georgia. Close to home, yeah. yeah, I couldn't get away from that. Yeah, no, I mean that that makes total sense. I, I was wondering, like, when you you came out early too, what was the what kind of led to that decision? Um, a, a lot went into it. Um, it's kind of a decision that I I tried I put off for a long time, and so I wanted to finish the season. I wanted to mm-hmm. figure it out, and then kind of got to the end point. It was it was coming come, coming kind of fast, so I had to just you know really think what was best going to be best for me. Sure. And uh, you know, I took a chance, and and I was like, you know, I think I'm, I think I'm ready. I think I'm gonna come out. Did you, uh, did you talk to like coaches, other players, your your family? Yeah, talked to a lot of coaches and players, and the main things, everybody, the thing when asking everybody was everybody had a reason for me to do one thing or another. Sure. So I had to really like look, you know, talk to my parents, people who who really didn't have a side, and uh, that's how I was able to figure it out. Yeah. Um. Now we would be remiss. You mentioned your parents. You brought it up, so I got to. Uh, your dad's a Vander Holyfield. Yeah. Um, you have probably you've been covered a lot. You've been probably had columns written about you, game stories written about you. Have you? Has there been like a terrible 
pun that you've had in a headline that's like, Holyfield delivers a knockout blow to Auburn or something like that that you can remember. Nah, I get those. I get those a good bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get those a good bit. But yeah. uh, it doesn't bother me much. I really don't. I try. I try as much as I can not to read all the stuff, like read stuff about me. Sure. Um, kind of push yourself, and you know, it, it has you thinking about how somebody else thinks about you instead of how you think about yourself. So I try as much as I can not to read stuff. Like That's that. a good point. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure that you know the stuff that must have happened to you after the combine. The 40 time. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, a lot of stuff like that. Because one thing about reading about yourself, if you're going to read the good stuff, you're going to read the bad stuff. So uh, I try my best to stay away from it. Yeah. So do you use that kind of like stuff like that? Even obviously you don't want to – you say you don't read it, you know, try to stay away from it. But do you kind of use that stuff as like a chip on your shoulder to kind of like say, I, I know that I'm better than that? Uh, For the most part, I, I, I think – Anybody who knows me well knows I have a chip on my shoulder regardless. Uh, right. I've always kind of been like that. So it adds more fuel to the fire. But at the end of the day, uh, I was going to work hard regardless. Yeah. What What kind of uh, like learning did you do from your from your dad, who obviously has an athletic, one of the biggest athletic pro- profiles of the last 50 years? What do you learn from him in terms of like training and how to be an athlete, how to be a pro? What have you kind of taken from him? Um, most of the time when he was training really hard, I was pretty young. Mm-hmm. But uh, now looking back at some of the stuff he used to do, I can see, like, you know, um, I can see the reason he was doing certain stuff, the way he eats, uh, the vitamins he was taking, uh, how many times he worked out, his sleep, stuff like that. So yeah. I try to take some of those things and put them into my own regimen as well. Did you you say that he doesn't really work out nowadays? Is it Well, well not not as yeah. hard as he used to. I sure. mean, it's, it's not like on a regiment like it used to be. Yeah. Do you ever like make fun of him now and be like, I'm I'm stronger than you, yeah. dad, like Um not not too much. <laughs> <laughs> not too much. All right, yeah. Still probably <laughs> packs a little bit of a punch, so yeah, I'm sure he can uh he, yeah, probably doesn't take too well to that kind of stuff. Um I, I was yeah, like when you're when you're interacting with him, like what's it like at home with with a with an athlete of kind of that stature, I know you just look at him as dad. Mm-hmm. But was there a moment where you realized, like, hey man, my dad's like my dad's a Vander Holyfield. Like it's he's heavyweight champ of the world, heavyweight champ, right? Mm-hmm. Or was he? Yeah, yeah. okay. I, I was like, oh god, I said it wrong. No. I don't want it. Yeah, all right. I don't. Want, not something you want to screw up on. Sorry, <laughs> Vander, if you're listening. Uh, I, I apologize. Um, was there a moment when you looked at him and you were like, my dad's like super famous. He's a big dude. He's not just my dad. Um, growing up, I really didn't think about it that much. Mm-hmm. Um, once I, like, once I started getting covered more, when people started to always ask me about it, that's when I started to realize how big of an impact he was. Because mm-hmm. people in the whole, like in a whole different sport, can't find, you know they they always want to talk about him, and he does yeah. a completely different sport. So that's when I kind of realized, you know, how big of a deal he was. Does does that get frustrating? When sorry, I, I cut you yeah, off. But. Nah, uh, not at all. I mean, it's it's my dad. So any any success he has is like success for me. So we saw him out at Cam's kickball tournament where Cam gave him the Panthers jersey. So what did he do with that afterwards? I know he's a Falcons fan too, right? Is he going to gonna cheer for the Panthers now that you're here or what? I mean, if, if he doesn't, we, we will have a long talk. Yeah, if he does, we'll have a long talk. So after, after the draft's over, you kind of, uh, you kind of ha- as an undrafted free agent, you have, a cho- you have choices, right? What Was there something about Carolina that you said that I, I want to come to Carolina Specifically, uh, I thought they had a unique situation there. Running back, obviously they have uh, Christian, and then um, and then he had to take a lot of the load. And then uh, after talking with the coaches a couple times over the uh, over the draft process, you know they, it was it was clear that they they had a lot of interest in me, and I felt it was a situation where I can come in and compete uh, to to get some carries. So that's, that that was really the main factor. It's it's close to home as well. Um, you know I, I really like the new coach uh, and. Uh, all the stuff like that went to it, but 
it was a pretty easy decision for me. As soon as the draft was kind of over, I kind of knew where I wanted to go. Really? That's uh, that, a lot of people say that like it's better to be undrafted rather yeah. than going to sixth round. Yeah, six yeah. Or, yeah. Once it got to the sixth or seventh, I was kind of hoping I didn't. I was like, I hope nobody picks me now because I can end up in a situation where I really don't want to be. You know. Mm-hmm. And and I, I saw a video online that you did two two hundred fifty four. Glute, ra- glute raises was that what it was? Yeah, it was. It was yeah, two hundred fifty-four glute hair raises. Yeah. yeah, not 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 the funnest thing. <laughs> no, and you know, do you kind of use that being undrafted as as motivation? I mean, you said you said you have a chip on your shoulder, yeah. but so yeah, when I came when I came in, he he didn't say that number at first, and as I was doing them, I was like, yo, how many am I gonna do? And as the time just kept going, and then you know, but like I said, I would have worked out if I hadn't went in the fourth round that day, or if I had went if I went undrafted, it wouldn't have mattered to me either way. How many of those can you do, by the way, Josh? I literally don't even know what that exercise is, so I don't think I could do even one. <laughs> Probably not. What is what is what is a glute raise? I mean, so it's, it's like your your feet are like, um, so like your feet are hooked against something like the bottom. So you're like your feet are hanging off, and your and your heels are hooked. Okay. So you go down, and the only way you can get back up is literally your hamstrings pull you back up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I definitely could not do one so, of those. <laughs> so yeah, they're not fun at all. Oh my god, that's unbelievable. So uh, you kind of. It, at UGA, there's a viral picture of you, yeah. the biceps. Yeah. Um, did you see, did somebody point that out to you? Yeah, so I was, it was just like simply, I was just chilling at home. Yeah. And I, I noticed my Instagram was like going crazy. I'm like, I haven't done anything today, <laughs> I don't think. And um, I look at the picture, I'm like, yeah, those look kind of big. I don't know if I'm that big. <laughs> and then, you know, it kind of blew up from there and everybody's hitting me up like, why would you blow up your own picture? And I was like, I honestly didn't, I had never seen the picture until you saw it. Yeah. Right. So it was, it was a big deal about nothing, honestly. I feel like uh, someone did that to Christian's picture too, right? Or is, or is it real? I, they might be, they might be real. But yeah. like, I, I was actually saying, because we were talking about the biceps picture before you came in and I was like, Elijah's one of like the more ripped dudes that we've had in here because, I mean, they look pretty real. I mean, <laughs> well, he, I, when he showed me the picture, I asked to see the real one, and there wasn't a lot of difference between yeah. them. I'm like, no, that's those are still big biceps, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you obviously you you guys work out in the same gym? You know, have have you and Christian kind of been like one of, like all right, yeah, curl curls or anything? We don't say anything about it. A lot of other people do. Really? You know, a lot of other people make comments. You know, is he bearding you, Christian? <laughs> and then, so it's, it's real awkward at times, but we're, we're pretty cool about it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get on that Flex Friday stuff. I mean, that's that's the yeah. They still they haven't let me on, so I'm, oh, waiting, I'm waiting on my I'm waiting on my debut. Wait, so are they selective about who's in the uh, the video? You or know, the picture? Every, every time they shoot, I, I'm never there. So. Uh, <laughs> coincidence. Well, Christian's in there, and then Elijah's like in the back. So it's, yeah, that's, we'll, you, we'll you heard it here first no I, I think that maybe it's like rookie duties I don't yeah, feel probably like I've so, seen yeah. any other rookies in there too yeah I'm sure they'll work us in at some point any particular rookie duties they have so far is it mostly training camp stuff well the good thing is Christian's a really nice guy so he hasn't made us do anything so. oh, okay. <laughs> not yet so not yet. Like, I hope he doesn't hear this and change his mind yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've been going to the store for candy and uh and uh honey buns is like the big that's what everything every rookie that I've talked to is always like yeah I, I'm like Buying out the Harris Teeter of honey buns. Well, I don't think Christian eats honey buns. Mm, that is true. So that, that That's a good thing. He, he's a healthy yeah. eater, so he doesn't make us get a lot of stuff. Celery sticks and carrots. Yes. And that's all it is <laughs> in, the, in the running back room. Um, so you you did, you did tried boxing a little bit when you were a kid. What When did that end? Um, so I boxed from when I was 8 to when I was 14. Mm-hmm. So I, I did. I played football as well during the time. And then once I was about to go to high school, and I kind of had to – I wanted to get serious about one of the things – and I just couldn't do both. So um, I, I've always loved, I always liked football a lot more than boxing. So it, when it came to it, it was pretty easy, easy decision to kind of let boxing go. Yeah. How were you in the ring? 
I was pretty good. My record's twenty five and four. Oh, so that was pretty good. What what happened on those four? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a couple, I couple tough ones, a couple yeah. tough ones. But like I say, I was I was pretty good. Yeah, eight to fourteen. I mean, that's that seems young for boxing, but I mean, that's not yeah. You got to get started early, right? Yeah, it's a lot of kids who start early. It's, really, it's, it's really big. Like when it's like something that you if you if you don't know about, you would never think it happens. But yeah. then once you go to them, you'll realize how many people actually do it. Yeah, I mean that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Same thing for like um, for football too. I mean, people get started early, and yeah, you know, early. eight, ten years old, it's yeah. they're out there in full pads. I, I I never knew that kind of stuff happened, but I mean, obviously it does. Yeah, especially uh, Georgia. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Um. So you cut. You have big family, right? Yeah, big family. Ten, 10 siblings. Eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Okay. So um, where you, where are you? Yeah. Eight. You're eight. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what's it like growing up in a big household like that? Um, it's it's pretty interesting. There's a lot of different personalities and stuff like that. Um, we all were in the same household, but you know, we all would get together at certain times. But it's it's always cool with that many personalities. You have some brothers that you that's closer to age to you that you're real close to, but sure. I have some brothers that are 35 now. So it's yeah. it's, it's, it's very 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 different what's the boy girl ratio out of the 11 um i think it's seven boys and then five girls okay totally yeah big family like that kind of prepare you for being on a being on a team you know like i because obviously football is you you're kind of a big family in that locker room mm-hmm. so it's like you and with a lot of person being able to deal with a lot of personalities that that has that's important that's an important trait i think um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say necessarily because of the big family, but it's just I've been playing football so long I wouldn't know, yeah. you know really another way. So, you know, coming from college and just seeing how it is here, I think the family aspect of football makes the team really good. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. And you grew up a Falcons fan too? Nah. Okay, all right, good. That was a good answer. See, you know, that, that's smart right there. Yeah, you don't wanna, yeah, you're here in Carolina. You don't want to talk about that. Um, so how do you – I mean, you've been in Charlotte for what, a couple months now? Uh, about three weeks, three and a half. Oh, weeks okay. Yeah, so, so not too yeah, long. Yeah, so you're brand new. Yeah. So, uh, how do you let like early impressions? Obviously, I'm sure you spend a lot of time at the stadium. Yeah, really surprised me. I had no, I had never been to Charlotte before. My mom's actually from North Carolina, but I've never been to Charlotte myself. So when I came up here, I had, I had really no idea what to expect. I didn't know if it was like a big city, small city. Yeah. And I'm a city guy, so when I came up here and saw it was like a, a nice city, I was like, oh no, I'm excited about this. Mm-hmm. So I've only, I've, I haven't got a chance to do a lot. The only place I go eat are like right around, like right. right around my hotel and stuff like that. So I haven't got a chance to do much, but I'm looking forward to to getting to like getting to know what the city's about. Yeah. Right. What do you What do you like to do? Like, what's a go to food for? Like, obviously here you're here for three and a half weeks, but like, what's your if you had like one meal that you had to eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh, uh, that was a great question. I just came up with it. I'm excited. Uh, that's a, that's a very easy answer. Ch- oh, okay. Chick fil A. Okay. Chick-fil-A. All right. Oh, man, Laura would be so happy. <laughs> yeah. Do you very collect easy points answer. at Chick fil A? She collects points. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get that app, and then you get the free, you get the points every time you go to Chick fil A. For real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, nah, I should have a lot of free Chick fil A if I <laughs> <laughs> I should. 100%. I feel like maybe we should have a new sponsor, Chick fil A, if you're listening. We just hooked you up with the app. 100%. Yeah, no, you got it. So, what's your, what's your go to sauce? Um, the, I mix, I mix. So oh. I'm a big Chick Fil A barbecue sauce in Polynesian. Okay, so um, you like mix them all three? Yeah, like on one dip, on one like, nugget. Like oh. yeah, dip all three. Yeah. Oh Ooh, man, I'm big into that. That's professional. Right? <laughs> now you know in Charlotte you're gonna have to move over to the Bojangles at some point because yeah, we have Bojangles in, in Georgia. Oh, but don't say not don't, as many. Don't hurt though, anybody's right? feelings. I, I like Bojangles, okay. but you know. Chick Fil A is my well. Chick Fil A is from Atlanta, though, too, right? Yeah, it so is from Georgia. Kind of yeah. keeping it real with the with the home uh, home chicken there. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. I'm uh, 
there was a Chick-fil-A in the in the food hall at Carolina, uh-huh. and that's why I put on my freshman 50, because uh, there was, <laughs> it was part of my meal plan. I was like, I'll just get a chicken sandwich on my way to class, and then I was like, some nuggets. It's chicken. It's good for you. Yeah, exactly, right? It yeah. uh, doesn't work out that way. Mostly pickles, anyway. Um, what, so, like, what do you do for fun? I know, like, what what you don't, you can't spend all your time working out. I'm sure you spend a lot of time working out, but, like, what, what do you do when you're not doing football? Um, I'm big on Netflix. Okay. I watch Netflix. I could watch Netflix all day. Yeah. And I watch everything on Netflix. So everybody's always surprised. Like, have you watched this show? No, like, no, nah, I watched that show and, and that show too. Yeah. So Give us a I'm couple of uh, recommendations. Um, I, I just got done. I think it's called Bad Blood. Okay. I just finished that yesterday. Uh, Peaky Blinders is really oh, good. Oh yeah, Kevin was yeah. telling us about Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. That's a real good show. Yeah. Uh, House of Cards. I'm really yeah. finished that. Yeah. Um, a lot more I could pull them up all day. Yeah, I don't have to do a lot of thinking, but uh, but yeah, those, I, I those are some good fix. Yeah, hundred percent. And then I like the movies as well. Yeah, I'm big on watching stuff. And then um, really, other than that, I love eating new places. I'm I'm big on that. So I'm, that's why I was really excited. I saw a lot of good food in uh, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to on my off days, been trying to go see different places to go eat. Yeah, well, you got to branch. You got to branch out from just Chick Fil A. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's yeah. So I haven't. I'm only eating Chick Fil A once since I've been here. So okay. I'm, I'm very proud of myself. I don't even know where one is around town. It's it's one at the at, um in South Epi- Park? Epicenter. Okay, up there is there one there? Yeah, it's one in there next to like hmm. the Walgreens, I, and I walked past it, so I ate it that day. But it's only open till four, and we don't get off until five, so oh, it's man. very hard. To, yeah. it, I can't do it. As much. <laughs> if I could, I would. What's it like? Like after practice, there's a ton of meetings for you guys. Like, yeah. what are those meetings like? Uh, I think it was Brian Burns was like the thing I was not ready for was an hour and a half long meeting or an hour long like hour long film session. Like, what's is that a big difference making that jump from college to the pros? Um, yeah, it is. We we met a lot at Georgia, but about about football a lot, and then we had our meetings with the whole team and stuff like that. The worst part about the meetings is the vet the veterans leave, and then you have to stay and then go to more meetings. That's that's the worst part. You know, it's it's, it's worse seeing them walk out the door like, yeah, I'm done for the day, and then you have like, oh, I'm gonna have three yeah. more hours of meetings. So that's the worst part, I think. We actually we saw uh, we saw Shaq like walk into our building like two hours ago, and I was like, "Oh, Elijah's probably done." And then no. you were like, "No, I got two more meetings." Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. So, what are those rookie meetings like? Like, I, like, is it film study? Is it installs? What is it? Well, one one's like uh, trying to help you out just with generally being in, in, in the NFL for your first year. Yeah. So it gives you like tips on like how to spend your money, how or what to look forward to on on this day or this day, and then. Um, and then the other one is film study. Yeah, yeah. you're in there with your uh, positional coach, and he's just trying to get you caught up on everything. I think it's it, it must be so interesting and s- such a big adjustment to go from like college where you're you know obviously big man on campus and kind of uh, and like you're still you're on scholarships, so you're kind of still not a kid, but like you don't have that kind of like adult responsibility. Yeah. Like here comes your paycheck, you got to do something with it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it, it is a big difference. Um, they treat you like more of a, a, it's like a more of a, they still try to kind of baby use you and kind yeah. of, it's not, not as you see, it's not as much of a, it's more of a, a job more. So uh, yeah. you come in, you do your work and you go home. Uh, at college, you know, you have to do this after after that, go to class, go to tutoring and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So and here it's just kind of like, you know, come in, do your work and go home. Yeah, I was, I think it was, I can't remember who I was talking to last year, but they were like, you know, I, I don't want to sound cocky and I don't want it to come out wrong but he was like at times the NFL is a little bit easier than college yeah 100% I think I, not not easier the game but like an yeah. easier life you know it's like a, I mean 
most football players love to play football, and yeah. and, uh, and and I feel that's all they want you to do. So it's just like you know, you do the thing you love, and then you, you go home and do what you want to do. Right. Yeah. I mean that that that's a cool way to look at it. Yeah. Um. So you, your dad has a famous nickname. Mm-hmm. The Panthers have a famous quarterback who likes to give out nicknames. Oh, man. You know, giving you one? The worst thing about it, he gave it today. Oh, no. <laughs> the worst thing. He, for some reason, I don't know, because I've I known Cam since I was in high school. Mm-hmm. He, I played for a 707 team in Atlanta. Okay. So um, I known him back then, so I had a nickname then, but I guess he forgot about it. So today he made a new one. In his, today? In, in his Beetle. 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 All right, what's the story? So he, everybody always makes fun of my muscles, you know? It's like, yeah. yeah. Got, and then, but I have... He says like he, he looked at my calves today. He said, "But your calves are small." And then you know he went back for a couple a couple minutes and came back and was like, "You know what? I think I'm gonna call you Beetle." And he was like, "You got a big back and you're slow. You got a hard shell, but you got little limbs." Oh man, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So, is anybody allowed to tell Cam they don't like the nicknames? Ah, uh, you just kind of roll with it. You just kind of roll with it. You don't want to make that mistake. Nah, he, well, you have thick skin around Cam, but he's cool. He's I mean, it's all about love. Though. Yeah, no, for sure. What's the what was the seven on seven nickname? It was it was holy moly. He would just call me moly. Oh, like that too. Okay. So that was cool. That was a lot cooler. Yeah, that was, that was probably better. You'd probably be like, uh, remember when you call me moly? Call me that again if you want. Hundred percent. It is. Yeah, that's fun. What was that? What was it like uh, at that seven on seven camp? Uh, as, a, as a kid. So, so we put on his team. So, yeah. he, so he had his team. So we traveled to Florida and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was with him for a couple of weeks. So it was real cool. He's the same guy as he was there as he is now. So it's uh, it's really cool to see him in a different different aspect. Yeah. And was Terry on the team with you? Terry's a year older than me. So okay. he, he was uh, on the team the year before I was. Do you, you guys like exchange stories and say like, oh, well, it's kind of the same experience, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much the same experience. Yeah. yeah. Is, it, is it weird like having that – Having him as, I mean, I don't want to say looking up to him, but you were in high school. Here's Cam Newton. You're on the seven on seven team, and now you guys are teammates. Like, is that kind of a surreal feeling? Yeah, it was. It was very cool. Um, when I when I when I signed, uh, he he texted me. It was like, you know, congratulations on making it to the NFL. First off, and it's even better that you're on the squad now. You know, looking forward to working with you. So it was just like, you know, it's kind of surreal. Like, yeah, because I did. I'm, I've been watching him since out and since he was in high school when I was a kid. So right. seeing that and then watching him go. At Auburn and win the Heisman, win a national championship, and then get picked first, and then now I'm playing with him, so it's, it, it is cool. Yeah, no, no uh, SEC rivalry. No, we kind of let that go. He brings up he brings up Auburn every once in a while, but yeah. since I've been at Georgia, we you know we yeah. handled our business. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He didn't want to talk. <laughs> Sore subject the last few years. <laughs> um, so I feel like as you kind of make this transition from, you know. Big man on campus. The the you were splitting time with uh, Swift, right mm-hmm. at Georgia. Yeah. Does it kind of you feel like that kind of prepares you for this role where you might be splitting time with whether it's McCaffrey, whether you're just being a, a straight backup? Because last year, I mean, he played ninety two percent of the snaps. Yeah. It was kind of he was he was on the field, and then it was just kind of like yeah, everybody else was a backup. Yeah. Do you feel like whatever whatever role it is and and splitting time kind of prepares you for? not being on the field 100%? Um, I mean, at, at the end of the day, I, I'm going to train the hardest I can to get the most carries I can because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's what I came. That's what I feel like I was assigned here to do is to carry the ball. So, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm going to work as hard as I can and try to make my role as big as I, it can be. Yeah, and you didn't you didn't really uh, catch passes out of the backfield at Georgia that much. Yeah, not much. Uh, 
you know, Swift is really good at catching balls, just like just like Christian is. So, yeah. um, so you know, if they throw it to me, I'll catch it. And, yeah. and if they don't, I just want the ball. I don't care. I don't care how I get it. Uh, he could throw, hand it to me. I I just like having the ball in my hand. So. Yeah. Is it? Uh, do you kind of crave contact? It seems like when we watch film, your film, you kind of like you're looking for somebody to kind of like put your shoulder into. Um, I just I just like in the most yards I can, and um. You know, at times I feel like, you know, that's the best that's the best way to get the yards. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally understand that. Um, Elijah, if people want to like, Panthers fans, they want to know something about you that maybe nobody knows. You don't have to tell secrets. No, nah, no. Nah. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can tell secrets if you want. Um, you know, what What do you want Panthers fans to kind of like to know about you as, as a new running back for the Panthers? Um, I know that's a tough question. That is a tough question. Um, Besides your secret sauce, I would say more than anything, I'm a I'm a pretty I'm a pretty nice person. A lot of people don't. A lot of people are like, are, are you mean? And I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not. So uh, I'm a pretty nice person. I, I don't mind talking to anybody who comes up. And uh, I love I love football and I and I love winning. So yeah. um, you know, I'm looking forward to the opportunity here and uh, looking forward to win some games. And you mentioned you said your Instagram was blowing up at one point or during the biceps. Thing. Yes. You you pretty like you're on Instagram. What's your Instagram handle if people want to follow you? Uh, underscore e holy. Okay. Um, why do you think that Instagram is so popular for for NFL players? Because it's like it's incredibly like everybody that I talk to they're always on Instagram. You walk through that locker room, I'm sure you see it. It's yeah. everybody's on their phone looking at Instagram. Yeah. Um, I think it's I think. For, especially for NFL players, a lot of the time we're on the field with our helmets on, so a lot of people don't get to see, you know, how how we are as people. And I feel like that's a good way to express it yeah. through your pictures and, uh, you know, a lot of people being on live and stuff like that. So the people who do have loud personalities that play football, I feel like that's the best way for them to show it. Yeah, because it, it's true. Because you can show yourself, show your show your personality on stories, mm-hmm. and not just in in the feed. You can put out cool pictures yeah. that Kevin takes of you, but you can. You can also like on the stories. You can be like, "Hey, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. I want to talk about the Avengers or Game of Thrones." Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think that's why it's so popular. You have any Game of Thrones uh, theories? A, you know, I was I was angry about it. Yeah, so, I feel uh, like everybody that we talked to yeah. is angry. So we got to get our Game of Thrones segment in. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening, spoiler alert: stop listening yeah. if you haven't finished it. Yeah, I was I was pretty mad. Yeah. Yeah, I, I almost was like, oh, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> so you know, so I, I haven't talked about it since then. I kind of let it go, but. If you want to talk about it, we can yeah, talk about it. No. I, so we right after the show ended, the day after, um, we had Taylor uh, Taylor Heineke came in and we recorded a podcast just straight complaining about Game of Thrones for like thirty minutes because it's just like, come on guys, you can be better than that. They can be, and uh, you know they thought all these twists the whole time. Like, why can't you think of one more? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. you, you built the whole you built the whole show on surprise deaths and incest and craziness, and then it's like it just rides off in the sunset. Yeah, flame. Yeah, pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Elijah Holyfield, thank you so much for joining us on It Is What It Is. We'll see you back out there for mini camp next week, Let's and. I hope nobody calls you Beetle to your face. (laughs) I'm I'm sure it will be. It's all good. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming. Thank you.